0: Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff.
1: And Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life.
0: And covering a ton of interesting topics. So there's sure to be something for just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host, Jeff.
1: And I'm Amy, and this episode we're going to be talking about five secrets of self discipline.
0: There's only five?
1: I know, right? Really? Only five. And uh, afterwards,
0: are you a ninja?
1: <laughs> What's far, going on? There are far more secrets to self-discipline. These are the top five, the very best. We only do the very best on our podcast.
0: Yeah, we do. We, we only do the best because we love our loyal listeners.
1: So this episode's quote will be won by Plato, and it is, The first and best victory is to conquer self.
0: First and best victory... Is to conquer self. And I it, like that.
1: It does. It just drives home the importance of self-discipline in all that we do.
0: Why do we have to discipline ourselves? Doesn't, don't we live a world in a world where we get disciplined by everybody else? Why discipline ourselves?
1: Well, I think self-discipline is more about consistency. It's about being able to push ourselves forward toward our goal. Uh, Why would we be... want to
0: do that? Why don't we just languish in nothingness <laughs> the rest of our lives?
1: Well, we certainly could, and we could put that in our obituary. Languished. Jeff McLennan, languished in nothingness. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love that. <laughs> no, I mean, it, self-discipline helps us stay motivated and it allows us to accomplish things. And I think it just feels good to know that you're doing something consistently. That's
0: true. I guess if we weren't motivated to do anything in particular, nothing would happen in this world.
1: Well, that's right.
0: <laughs> you Would know, everything just be in a total stagnant state
1: well, yes, we would be Neanderthals, and we be just sitting back, waiting on everybody else to come up with the inventions. And we don't
0: want to do that. Let's move yeah.
1: society forward one self-disciplined person at a time.
0: And one podcast at a time. There you go. Informational.
1: I want to do a little, little aside about the dog. What dog? Well, we've mentioned him on a few podcasts, that there is a barking dog oh, in our neighborhood, God. and it's driving Jeff nuts.
0: People don't realize the, sometimes that... German Shepherds, are they have the loudest bark.
1: Well, and, and this I, dog
0: lives directly across the street. Don't get me going on this dog.
1: The funny thing—the funny thing is—and I'll get Jeff to tell the story because I think it began last September with his first call to the authorities to talk about the complaint. And he was asked to do a bark log, and essentially that was yes. just to list out when the dog was barking, right out the time. What a
0: tedious, tedious. Experiment that was,
1: and then that was sent in, but there was no action taken. None. They Ignored so, it. So, so, fill our listeners and Jeff into what your your next steps were <laughs> that were given to do
0: another bark log, honey. We had to do another bark log, and this time I went the extra mile and did a bunch of videos and time stamped them and sent it all in one big package with a beautiful bow on it.
1: Well, and he actually because the videos were such a large file size, Jeff actually had to add them to a YouTube channel.
0: That's right. I did.
1: (laughs) So there's an entire YouTube channel.
0: There's one video. I'm just going to say this, and, and then maybe we can put this all to rest. There's one video on a beautiful, quiet, sunny Sunday afternoon that is like 28 minutes of this dog barking. And I'm not just talking barking. I'm talking aggressively barking. Like it's, ridiculous anyway. what i
1: what i really find funny is that on this beautiful sunny sunday afternoon you were at the window with your iphone <laughs> recording the dog for 28 minutes
0: yeah no i was outside for that oh, I was oh out- you went outside for i that went one. outside for that yeah well yeah.
1: and this just so people know how much this has become a thing in our household for jeff's recent birthday our son's homemade card was actually a comic that's right and it outlined just ongoing saga with the dog that ended up with the dog in you know what prison. would be great
0: is if we posted on each day one of the pages from that comic on our there you go instagram
1: that might be a, a little task for me
0: yeah i don't know how to do that stuff i i have to admit
1: yeah that's a good way to get out of doing it yeah i don't know happy how to mother's do it. day by the way <laughs> thank you here's something
0: else for you to do <laughs> have you had a nice mother's day
1: I've had a great Mother's yeah, Day. Did you have a great fiftieth birthday?
0: I did. It was fantastic. You blew it out of the park that's, organizing uh, that party. Well, I wasn't
1: looking for accolades there, but Jeff did pass a, a milestone, so I just wanted to acknowledge yeah. that, timestamp that on this episode, and. Uh, I anticipate
0: awesome. a midlife crisis uh, in a couple of weeks, probably.
1: What will that entail? Is there going to be a, a you know a new convertible?
0: No, vibe? a lot of really sad songs on the guitar I okay. bought. For my birthday.
1: It's not going to be like a 20-year-old hanging out in her driveway?
0: No, there won't be any of that, honey.
1: <laughs> Charlie disapproves. Charlie, Charlie. If you can hear Charlie Yang in the background. If I could just d-
0: translate for Charlie, he said, I can't believe you're 50. Give me some food.
1: So some people do it with a convertible and the 20-year-old, you're doing it with yeah. sad songs.
0: I'm just going to do they it. They say so much. With sad songs. and then, And then maybe what I'll do is I'll punish myself by going for a run. And realizing how, how how it feels to be 50 and out of shape. <laughs> well, yeah, that'll be fun.
1: You know what brought on the idea for this episode is Jeff and I are both post-COVID. Yep. And with COVID, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, it very much throws you out of your routine. And so, for instance, with exercise, all of a sudden our lung capacity isn't quite where it was. No. And it's going to take a while to recover. And I find that a lot of times things just sometimes small things sometimes large things derail our routine whether it's you know eating regular meals or having a healthy sleep time and
0: that's where self-discipline comes in
1: exactly so that's what led me to be interested enough to do some research and to help us get back on track because I know for me uh, COVID was a bit of a, a drag and I know for others it can be even more severe so we count ourselves lucky that our symptoms were mild but we're still seeing some effects. still
0: ongoing, though. Like, I don't know if it's quote-unquote long COVID or not, but I still have a cough that rears its ugly head every once in a while. And, yeah, I, and just fatigue.
1: We'll keep that cough at bay for this 30 minutes, yes, won't you? Yes, definitely. It'll save me some heavy editing.
0: Yes, yeah, so you don't need to do any <laughs> crazy, crazy editing.
1: So a lot of the information from this episode, I just wanted to give credit to mindtools.com. I gathered information around self-discipline from their awesome website. And I'm actually going to go through five secrets or five steps that you can use, practical steps to help you become more self-disciplined. And the first one is to choose a goal. And I think that's something that drives us to pursue self-discipline is to accomplish something, to have a goal. And but. goals
0: can be small, goals can be huge. Like well, a goal that I failed was running a marathon when I turned fifty. So <laughs> at least it was a goal I made for myself and then never accomplished. Well, but, but that's, that's okay. okay.
1: Maybe you'll do it for your double nickels.
0: That's right. That's right. Maybe.
1: There you go. A little palindrome. This in is the 50s. just self
0: loathing episode, I think.
1: <laughs> no, but you know, I think It's when we talk about a goal, you can have the end goal, but a lot of times that is what people focus on and then it's gets lost, you know, they, but why not have the goal just to be having your habit repeated on a regular basis? So your goal may be just to uh, go out for a walk regularly, which which I have been doing. To do meal planning regularly. Which we didn't do. We, we didn't. talked
0: about this last podcast and we still haven't gotten around to doing it. But. I
1: know, which is why I felt it was very important to do the self discipline so podcast. So, the self
0: discipline podcast is just a way of kicking ourselves in the butt. To Have do you things.
1: seen how motivated I've been just today yeah. after having researched self discipline? Yeah, it's been I, great. I know, I've gotten so much accomplished on a Sunday that was We actually was did do Day. a lot
0: today, like, you know, a lot of you little know, tasks,
1: little yeah. household tasks. Yeah. When I do talk about goals, it it is around that consistency. So the goal may be just to identify one area of your life that you want to improve upon or just have that self-discipline in and have the goal of doing that on a routine basis. And I would also add to that, that it shouldn't be too distance off. So for instance, having something that you do once a week will probably be very difficult to have it become a habit. Yeah. Where all of a sudden if you're doing something every single day Like even doing a
0: like like writing down the, the bark log, like when it, the dog barks. <laughs> <laughs> I Hopefully do that, that won't have
1: to be something you do for the next five years, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. You can't
0: if- even open the windows. Anyways, I'm not gonna harp on it too much. I know, And
1: Jeff's, you know, he commiserates with the neighbor because we have another neighbor who also has to go through this. Well, all of our neighbors do, I guess, but uh, it just so happens that we're probably the...
0: We're the doers. The doers. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you got to accomplish it. And we should say we do not blame the dog.
0: We do not blame the dog.
1: I mean, sometimes it's difficult to not blame the dog. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not the dog's fault. It's, uh, you know, it's just a lack of training. Incidentally
0: moments before we started this podcast the dog was out barking we didn't want the dog barking during the podcast so what did i do i went right out there with the phone and took a video <laughs> then, the, the, then the phone went or the sorry the dog went right into the house because they know i'm onto them
1: do you think they look out their window and when you come out with your phone they bring the dog in
0: no i just think they see me uh from the other side of the fence standing there like a psycho yeah psycho yeah
1: I have to turn away from the <laughs> this is our life this is our life okay so maybe by the time next year rolls around and we re-listen to this old podcast episode that little issue will be a thing of the past yeah. or maybe jeff will be in his winter coat in january recording that talk yeah <laughs> next winter but we'll see We'll see. So yes, choose a goal and have that goal be to do something regularly. And, you know, an example would be, you know, a daily walk, something that's easy, rather than trying to say, I'm going to go for a two hour run every week. It's much easier to build a habit by having a high frequency of that thing whatever that thing may be and uh and getting those repetitions in and that's how it becomes ingrained lately i've routine. really
0: enjoyed enjoyed the quiet of the woods you know going for solo hikes and stuff is is really enjoyable it's really nice not that i don't don't want you guys with me but it is fun being <laughs> by myself
1: so i'm going to move on to secret number two for self discipline. we're only on
0: two i know right Holy moly. I thought we were on.
1: It's that dog. That darn dog has derailed us. I know. (laughs) Number two is to find your motivation. It's much easier to stay disciplined, to stick to something in your regular routine if you have a motivation to do so. And one way to find out or to solidify that motivation is to really think about the reasons why you're doing the thing. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So whether it is art or art, that's right. Whether it's to, you know, maybe it's just the reason is just for pure enjoyment to uh, have a creative outlet. Maybe the reason is a health reason. Yeah. And on those days where perhaps uh, the task or the thing is just a little bit too difficult, a little far down on the to-do list, going back to your why and what motivates you can spur you on to get get it done. Get Get it done. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was synchronized get dance.
1: It was. Well done. I'm going to move straight on to number three.
0: Let's go. There you number go. Now three. we're
1: rolling. It's to identify obstacles. And I think this is really about self-awareness, to know why, to reflect back on when you have given up on something in your routine or given up on a positive habit and to think what derailed you from pursuing that.
0: It's usually bad habits it, that derail good habits.
1: That's right. And sometimes the self-discipline is not adding something to your routine, but rather taking something away.
0: So like if you're trying to quit smoking and you replace that with doing cocaine, that would be bad.
1: That would be a bad, (laughs) that would be a great example of a bad thing. That's not
0: a good example. I don't know what I'm talking about. More
1: so when I'm talking about habits, it's, it's, uh, and identifying obstacles. It's really around looking at What stops you from doing the thing and then devising a strategy to overcome it? So one thing might be you want to wake up earlier every morning, but you just can't get yourself to stop hitting your snooze button. And then before you know it, earlier has gone by and now it's later and now you're running late. So that could be something that can be overcome by just getting your butt Out of bed before you hit the first snooze button. That's something
0: you usually don't screw around with. Like when you're when you need to get up to do a workout or something like that. You don't. You're not. You're not a snoozer, are you? You don't hit the snooze button. No, I'm pretty good with that.
1: And you know what helped me? I actually read an entire book on this, and I actually I don't know why I had to read the whole book on it because I'm going to summarize it now for our readers. The
0: entire book. (laughs) Wow. It's Cole's notes. Well,
1: I shouldn't say reading the book does help. It helps gives give a lot more information around it, but it. Basically, is called The Five Second Rule. The book was by Mel Robbins. And the idea is that if you wait any longer than five seconds to make a decision, then your mind will automatically create a reason not to act. Yeah. So it's about lying in bed and contemplating even for 30 seconds all the reasons why it would be comfortable to lay in bed and how you could maybe put off doing this. Maybe Convincing
0: I- yourself that you deserve... A little bit more of a rest
1: that's that's exactly it maybe it's i don't need to make my coffee today i will just grab one on the way to work or <laughs> yeah. i don't you know need to <laughs>
0: i'll skip my pants that'll save me a good five <laughs> seconds i
1: mean there's a lot of things that can go through our mind when we try to put off something it could be putting off getting groceries and thinking about reasons why it might be better to go the next day do you
0: love my reason for not <laughs> for putting off getting the groceries what's
1: your common reason well
0: one of, one of the ones The most recent ones, which I'm not exactly proud of. I I remember one time saying, let's just see if we can eat every single thing in the house so we have nothing to eat and then get groceries. Let's deplete all all of our resources and nearly starve before we get more groceries
1: you've really driven that one home though because in our last episode we talked about meal planning we actually talked about that as being a bit of a good thing because you get to use up things before they expire oh my goodness you. are
0: we repeating ourselves like w- like one podcast and then the next well
1: no it's more so that what you use as an excuse has become a bit of a positive we at least we've convinced ourselves it's I know. a positive thing
0: that's because honey we've contemplated it longer than five seconds
1: that's exactly it.
0: If you said, maybe we should get groceries, and I said, okay, I'm going, and I left, instead of taking that five seconds to think, maybe we should eat everything in the house before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, it's busy, it's supper hour, yeah. or, you know, it's Fine. just before a long weekend, everyone's going to be eating their groceries. I'm just or, not feeling think, it. It looks like it's going to rain. I should go tomorrow when it's not going to rain. Oh, it's really sunny. I don't want to spend my day in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have a list ready yet, so I shouldn't go get the groceries yet until we have a list.
0: Tomorrow's a holiday. It's going to be jumping. <laughs> Looks like we starve or get pizza delivered.
1: <laughs> that, those are the uh, many things that can go through your mind if you wait longer than five seconds. That's I think right. that five seconds, even if you're you know maybe facing a difficult task at work and you think of reasons to put it off or other things you can do in its place, again, the five-second rule applies. So I would encourage people to give it a try. Or if you don't follow it, think about what goes through your mind when you're contemplating whether or not to do something that maybe is something that you're trying to make a new positive habit.
0: What if during those five seconds you just fall asleep? I mean, I can't fall asleep in five seconds, but I know people who can.
1: Well, you and know, as soon as you hit that snooze button, you've committed to fall asleep. You're basically saying, I suspect that I'm quite likely to fall back asleep, and I don't trust that I'm not going to, so I'm hitting the snooze button, just I to think sure. I'
0: I think I'm going to be uh you know repeating myself again, because I probably said this in a previous podcast, but I wake up before my alarm and I never hit snooze, and I turn my alarm off before it has a chance to go off because I hate it that much well, yeah.
1: So let hatred be your driver.
0: Yeah, let hatred wake you up in the morning. <laughs> Another thing when we're looking at this... <laughs> There's a good t-shirt. Anyway, go well, ahead.
1: So definitely procrastination overall can be an obstacle. Another obstacle can just be having things it is in your environment. So if you're trying to... Your self-discipline is about breaking a bad habit, and maybe it's you know not eating as many chips... A lot of times it's just removing those things from your environment. It's sort of an out of sight, out of mind type of thing. So it's a self-awareness of what are your triggers to not do something or right. to do something. That makes sense. And to remove those triggers. And that sets you on a path for success. The real
0: the real like crux of, of like understanding all this is being aware that you do need to take those five seconds to make a decision. Right? right. You know what I mean? To be... Because a lot of people don't, don't think that way. They just make the decision or not. But if you, if you like wake up and you're like, I have five seconds. <laughs>
1: right.
0: And then you do it. You know? Well,
1: and it's it, not even waiting the five seconds. It's just immediately your alarm goes off. You get up. And I mean, okay. one of my tricks is it's very simple. As soon as the alarm goes off, I go straight and to the washroom and I brush my teeth. Yeah. And to me, that's sort of the, you know, the first thing I would do when I wake up. So it sets the, it's my little trigger to say, okay, you're up, you're up for the day. And, and
0: sometimes it's best to get the most difficult things done earliest. There in you the go. Day. Like brushing like, your teeth. Like Ryan surhand. <laughs> no, well working out is him, but not necessarily brushing teeth.
1: But the brushing the teeth is my trick to get myself out of bed. And I I can brush my teeth with my eyes closed. But by the time I'm done, I'm awake and I'm ready to go and I can go do my workout. So it it sounds silly, but that's a trick that works for me. And I mean, I've heard of people doing things like having an alarm clock uh, across the room. So they actually have to get out of bed and then go and turn it off for me. That's ridiculous to me. Well, I can do that. But then the... It, then it looks so cozy to crawl back into the bed, to slide you into your little do, nest. Though, which I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that one, and that's a, that in itself is a pleasure. So One thing
0: work. you do, though, is you, you, you uh, set more than one alarm if it's a serious reason to wake up. Well, yes. You don't want to sleep through it, so you set like four alarms.
1: That was more so I, in a previous job when I had to travel mm. and I would take early morning flights. I would often set two or three alarms or if I was actually on the road and I had a major event or other yeah. work item that I had to get oh, to in an sense. early hour, I would always set multiple alarms a few minutes apart.
0: That's your anxiety of like missing one alarm.
1: No, honey, it's not my anxiety. It's my <laughs> preparation. It's, That's what I meant. It's not, I, I
0: don't mean in particular your anxiety. I just mean everyone's anxiety. Why else would you set more than one alarm? You're anxious that you're going to miss it.
1: Well, to me, that setting a more, more than one alarm takes away my anxiety because I know that I have the safety nets in place and I can rest easy. Right. Whereas if I have the one alarm, I might be thinking, oh, is the phone charged up enough? Do I have it plugged in? But am I
0: correct in saying, though, that you set the alarms because you're anxious in, in missing the alarm? Is that Right.
1: Well, I think, I think it avoids the anxiety in the first place. It's just become part of my routine. Ah, okay. But it's luckily hasn't been something I've had to do in recent times. It's only when you have that, you know, you can't delay getting on a flight. The plane isn't going to wait for you. Absolutely not. Or an event is not going to wait for you to show up. It's going to start whether or not you're there. So for me, that became part of my routine. Is this your
0: way of reminding me the time you called to the airport and made sure that our flight was on time and it wasn't, didn't even exist?
1: That's right. <laughs> I will I call, never forget that. I called days before so there was time to adapt. I love it. And those are my just, wife. Those are just ways. <laughs> those are those are my little protections. My those are the things that I build in that help make sure that I'm successful in the long run.
0: Yeah. That's great. Uh, We're
1: successful as a family getting on vacation. I
0: wish. Yes, it's true. (laughs) I wish I was on top of it enough to uh, adopt some of those practices. but uh...
1: That's okay. I'll carry it for the family. Uh, Just, you know, when we talked about temptation and and for the idea of self-discipline around canceling a negative habit or removing something and out of sight, out of mind, I just want to quote Oscar Wilde on this one. It's just a great quote. Charlie loves it.
0: Charlie Low, yeah, you heard Oscar Wilde, and he's like, "I
1: love that guy." I love Oscar Wilde. Remember the? Is uh, it Portrait of Dorian Gray? Yeah, oh, he's it's he's like one. one
0: of the wittiest. Is that a word? Wittiest? I think it is. Uh, it is writers now. ever. Oh, like I just before beings. I read
1: this quote, I just want to go back to the previous episode. Crispin's is a
0: word. Well, what did you? How did you use it?
1: I was talking about cooking tofu, like baking tofu, and I said the longer you leave it in, it crispens it up, and if you put some nutritional yeast, it crispens it up more. Oh, And you said, you bet me $50, I believe. I think it was
0: five imaginary dollars. (laughs)
1: Well, regardless. (laughs) I was right. And congratulations. Crispens. I did start it with crispies it up, so I'll acknowledge Crispies? Crispies it up is not.
0: Rice crispies it up? Kind of thing.
1: (laughs) Pop, snop, 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 crackle pop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Snop, pop, snop, and snoople.
1: (laughs) Back to that quote by Oscar Wilde around temptation. And he says, I can resist anything except temptation.
0: (laughs) That's great. I love that See? the
1: cat yanged during that one. I hope people heard it because then it made me think of the cat treats called temptations. Oh, yes. So if we were doing a commercial, we could use that Oscar Wilde quote and then the cat could, as soon as we said temptation, he could come in on cue with a bag of temptation. He just
0: did it again. He
1: knows. He knows we're talking about him. Number four of secrets to self-discipline is to replace old habits. So we talk about using self-discipline to maybe stop doing some things. But it's important to realize that sometimes when we stop doing things, it creates a void, and it's easier to fill that void with something positive if we want to maintain that positive change going forward. So the idea, for instance, maybe you spend too much time on social media. Rather than just sitting around, saying I'm not going to go on social media then redirect your efforts and your attention to another task maybe it's reading a book maybe it's taking on a hobby it could be many things but it's a great idea when you cut out something replace replace it I distinctively remember
0: years ago saying trying to stay off social media more gonna read books and I showed a stack of books (laughs) and I read them all before I got back on social media again not true but I, I did cut down on social media because I was reading so much, so much.
1: But you did not cut down on buying books.
0: Uh, no, I love books.
1: I'm currently listening to an audio book um, on my walk to and from work. I'm reading one on my Kindle and I have a hard copy uh, paperback I got on the go. So I've got all three.
0: You Yeah, you read a lot and it's great.
1: I know, but having all three on the go is a little, it's a little much. I feel like I need some closure on. Is
0: there cross pollination? Do you yeah. like? Did well, I read audience... that in that book or?
1: No, not really. I mean, a lot of what I'm reading are nonfiction, so it's. I see. I don't get that as much as. That's good. If it was a fiction book, and all of a sudden I was mixing up the characters and had no idea what was going on.
0: I wonder what the world record is for most books read at the same time.
1: At the exact same time? Yeah, like, they'd have to like line well, them all up, and somebody would have to go cross-eyed, making <laughs> sure they're looking at all the words.
0: <laughs> not quite like that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe
1: they'd stack them all on top of one another and the person would have x-ray vision. Is that yes. how they would do it?
0: Like, Or like, remember that movie, uh, Short Circuit? Did you see that? Did we talk about this recently and you didn't see that movie? Is that the one with the n- robot. number
1: five, I'm Alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, number five is Alive. And he was, remember when he was reading a book? He was. He was
1: yes, he used <laughs> his little robot hand to flip those pages at lightning speed.
0: That's right. If we could read like that, that would be amazing. I've always actually wanted to look into speed reading. Have you ever done that?
1: I haven't, but I really enjoy the act of reading. So the idea of having to speed read, I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, maybe it would be helpful if I was in a course and I needed to learn a large amount of content at once. There
0: are certain books and certain types of reading that you can you can like peruse it and get all of the information you need. You know
1: what I mean? Oh, definitely. Skip
0: all the ofs and does, and just like
1: (laughs) I do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Number five is alive, and it's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And it's uh, also our last secret to self discipline, which is just so to good. monitor your progress, because that can help you stay motivated in knowing that you are moving along in your self discipline journey. And it'll help you feel happy, proud, energized, keep you on the right path. It can be something as easy as you know, writing it in a journal. But even easier than that is something my father used to do was he would just write an X on the calendar when he was doing getting into the habit of walking every day he would just write an x it was a simple thing to do when he got back in the door and it just gave him a real visual representation of how yeah. how often he was doing that habit now
0: people replace that with fitbits and stuff like that you know
1: well they do but i think there's something to be said about going old school on yeah, it yeah
0: tangible physical yeah i agree and we agree. love
1: streaks i mean think about world you know world old,
0: Wordle and Worldle. It's easy. Both. It's Worldle, easy
1: to... If you haven't seen Worldle, it's a great way to improve your geography. But all of these uh, little word recent games, games that and... are coming up, we love to keep our streak. And I think that goes with building habits and having self-discipline uh, to create something in our routine or to take something away.
0: Well, we must also well take this moment to say that we're undefeated. We've never not gotten a puzzle. And it should be said that we do the puzzles together.
1: Specifically for Wordle, though.
0: Wordle, that's yes, correct.
1: Yes, we do. So I don't know. I think it's cheating because we've got two brains working on it.
0: But yeah, not necessarily. I don't think it's cheating. <laughs> I think it's winning.
1: <laughs> winning at all costs. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of my secrets. And it's time for your random tip.
0: Oh, random tip. Okay, here it is. So you've got a big test coming up, right? Or an exam or something. And okay, picture this. You're chewing like bubble gum. Like some kind of bubble gum, maybe Trident or whatever, whatever kind of bubble gum you like. You're chewing it, and that's what you're doing when you study. Thing is, studies have shown that if you chew that same gum during your exam and write it, eating the same gum, your answers and what you studied will come back easier.
1: Now, I, okay. Do I? Does it have to be the exact same piece of gum? It's got to be
0: the same piece. <laughs> it's got to be the same flavor. It's obviously the same flavor. It's the same piece. No, it doesn't have to be the same piece. Well, it, it just wouldn't be the same
1: flavor because eventually the flavor would run out of that piece of gum.
0: You just use. You just buy a pack of gum, honey, and <laughs> you eat one piece while you're studying, then you throw that piece in the garbage. Then you go to your exam and you eat a piece from that same package when you write your exam. Well, what if
1: you're not allowed to chew gum in class?
0: You're not, but still, if you want to get those answers right.
1: When you were a kid, do you remember kids like taking their gum out and sticking it on the, you know, the beak of their ball cap or on the side of their desk or on the side of the it, desk and yeah. then chewing it again, uh, like saving it. I remember there I was actually that. A, like a gum saver container you could buy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which is really so, yes. Wow, I don't. Which remember is that.
1: so disgusting. Now that I think about it,
0: we'll have to put a picture of that up on our Instagram.
1: How desperate were we that we had to? Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, maybe that was the only way some people got to chew gum. You know, what day would be a perfect
0: uh, gum saver package is those. You know, when you get the 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 twenty five cent machines where you get a little prize and it comes in those little plastic. Yes, like that's right. Domes. And then you
1: could have a great visual of your chewed gum, you and could, you could, you see, could see, it see it through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could see it. It's and a you could see-through. have them
1: all piled up stacked on your nightstand and just choose which flavor you want or basically it's just rubber at that point because there's no flavor left you can just choose what color of gum you want to choose that's right
0: anyway that's my tip
1: and it's a great one so thank you so much for listening hopefully we help you with your self-discipline and we're hoping to help ourselves
0: yes thanks so much for listening everybody and we'll see you next podcast bye-bye bye-bye Thanks for listening.
1: Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new.
0: You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuent on Twitter,
1: Facebook, and Instagram. Till next
0: time. time.